This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel, joined by David McDonald. It is Thursday the 10th of February 2022. This is episode 197. Uh, we've just spent nearly an, an hour, hour <laughs> trying to get this shit to work. So you're going to have a shorter episode today because I've got to go to work in less than an hour. So uh, enjoy this <laughs> another great episode of the Super J Cast. Damon, happy birthday to you. Um, you. Commiserations on getting COVID for the second time. Uh, anything I've missed? Ah, I mean, I know I should be like, yeah, I lost a fucking limb in a turbine accident. Would that be my luck? I mean, everybody's fine, but it's just so it's like a scarlet letter. You know what I mean? It's like a handful of people came over to the fucking bar to wish me a, a fucking happy birthday. Charlotte went out of her way to plan a really nice evening. <laughs> fucking everybody gets COVID. <laughs> just unbelievable. Un. Fucking! I don't. Where do I go? Where do I go, Joel? I go to a hockey game. That's the only place I could think of. And I, here's the thing, though. Here's what I don't like: is that everybody assumes it's me only because I was the first person to, to test positive. Yeah, which that's, that doesn't necessarily mean it was me. Maybe I caught it off of them. You know what I mean? But this is my second time, Joel. I was so angry. I was so. I, I just stared out the window for like 20 minutes. Like I cannot believe this. I cannot. I honestly can't believe it. I, when I texted you, like I texted you and did the me- I did like little voice message just to, to be because I because I was like hey, there's no way he would even believe me if I told him, like like there is no way Joel is going to believe me if I send him a text and say oh <laughs> guess what here's another thing and I don't want to be Mister like fucking Debbie Downer <laughs> like every time I text you I got something wrong like that's exactly as, what as soon as I saw that message pop up I was like oh this isn't good. <laughs> It's not going to be a message from Damon saying, "Hey, just wanted to, I've won the lottery. I'm having a lovely day today." <laughs> yeah, I just want to let you know everything's great. No, oh, I just I, I can't believe it. But yeah, it's kind of winding down. It hasn't been that bad actually. It was a little feverish in the beginning, and then you know, drippy nose and sneezing and shit. Actually, I feel bad for Cheryl because she's got it much worse, much worse. But she's fine now. But yeah, she had a little tough sled in there, but. All right, whatever. I mean, I'm so sick and tired of talking about my dumb fucking medical. I, I honestly, if somebody's got the voodoo doll, just fucking rip the head off of it. Just He's had just, enough. Yeah, I've had enough. <laughs> the man out of his misery. <laughs> just fucking end it for me, please. I'm sure half the fucking listeners would love it. You get then you'd get a really, oh, no. and, and then you'd get and then you'd get booze or, or you know you'd get somebody with no, some. Well, people love booze. I'm not going to disagree with you there, but yeah. they love both of you. No. I saw Ken Reed. He wished me a happy birthday. That was very nice. I like that that we have this little tradition that I just pick three random people. Ken Reed's the best, man. Uh, you would love Ken Reed. He's, he's very dry and sarcastic. Uh, loves his old-timey wrestling. Stampede. Uh, and he loves his sports. He's like, he's like an anchor for like the 10 o'clock version on Sportsnet in Canada. He's a good dude. Ken Reed wishing me a happy birthday. I didn't hear from Riley. I guess she's busy sucking some dick. Oh, well, she's busy with other stuff, actually. Uh, we had some... Yeah, she's in. I'm sorry to say this, but she's into her NFTs. <laughs> of course she's she is. Well, non-fungible tokens. Base collector says, how much would Damon pay for a Riley Reed NFT? What kind of image would he prefer for his I NFT? I can go on the internet and right now... <laughs> use an NFT digital display to show it off on the bar wall, and that is my question. I, I, could, I could go to... I could see a thousand... I could see movable NFTs. I could see lots of NFTs of her doing... The dirtiest of things for free. And I'll need to buy an NFT. NFT. I hate even saying it. NFT. Blech. Do you know anybody who's bought one? Uh, no, not personally. And no one from our Discord said, well, actually, I'm crypto is good or any of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I mean, thank God. Would you instantly not be their friend if they did? The only way I could not immediately lose all respect is if they 
say, look, I know this is bullshit, but I think I can make a quick buck here by <laughs> suckering someone else in. Them, right. But even then, I'd be side-eyeing them. Yeah. NFTs, man. What a fucking world. What a world we live in. No, I would not buy it. I would not buy it. At all. But again, as I said before, spend your money as as you see fit. I'm sure there, yeah, there's a sucker bone every minute. Sucker. Uh, speaking of suckers born every minute, Damon, mm-hmm. uh, there is some betting action to be had this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl, right? I, are we allowed to say Super Bowl? Because here's the thing. Uh, Why would not be allowed to say Super Bowl? Because it's just trademark thing. Like And like everybody wants to jump on board with the, the fucking Super Bowl, right? But they can't. So like, you know, if you're like a car dealership who wants to have Super Bowl savings, you can't say that. So I was oh, so saying, this ad copy you're about to read does not contain the word Super Bowl. In oh, it so. has it a thousand times. <laughs> okay, well, we're safe then. Don't worry about it. I mean, it's on. It's on them. That's the way I see it. But I read it. I was like, wow. Like, I mean, it's expensive to to, to be able to say. So I'm going to say. Like, it. By the time we've got through that ad read, I'm a hello fresh one. There'll probably be nothing, no time left on the podcast to talk about. We're never else, done, so. right? Well, guess what? <laughs> guess what? I got today. I got the Hello Fresh box. What do you think of that? Oh, really? Yes, I did. Yeah, she sent one to you. Yeah, I got shit. it. I fucking got it. Couldn't believe Cheryl was like, we got a big box at the door from HelloFresh. I was like, oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. Uh, I think we got some pigeon what? in the box because they hate us. <laughs> I haven't looked. I haven't looked at any of what we got, but uh, maybe uh, maybe next time. Um, okay, so, yeah, uh, we're talking about what? We're talking about uh, my bookie, right? Hey, listen. Uh, your team might not, might have, or I'm, I'm going to read this if I can. I got to put on my glasses. Give me one second. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, glad, glad to have my bookie back with us. Oh, yeah. Can't think why oh, yeah, me uh, too. Didn't want to stick around last time. But, uh, hey, oh, welcome back. Knows? Glad to have you. Welcome back. Hey, listen, Joel, <clears throat> your team, they might have missed the big game this year, but my bookie's double deposit bonus. Make sure you won't. Tons, tons of exciting prop bets to choose from. There are hundreds of options to make this your most exciting Super Bowl party yet. I, I'm gonna just gonna give you a full description. I guarantee it's not gonna be the best Super Bowl party unless you have like a fistful of coke and some strippers. Now there is the Super Bowl party I've been to, so I don't give a shit about your prop bets. You ain't gonna beat my Super Bowl party when I was like, I think I was like nineteen or twenty when I went to this thing. Crazy, uh, hey! But anyway, good good try with your parlays. Sign up at my bookie now. Use the promo code. What's the promo code, Joel? Uh, <laughs> it just says it just says fucking promo code. And I, I'm assuming I have to enter in a promo code, and but I don't Let know. What find, I'll try and find out for you. Hold All on. right. So listen, let's let, let's just know that there's a promo code that you're going to put in, listeners. Uh, we don't know what the fuck it is yet, but uh, so again, start by signing up at my booking now. Use the promo code. We'll give it to you in a second uh, to have your first deposit matched instantly. So you can get in on all the action of Super Bowl 56. That's right. I said it. Super Bowl 56. Don't sue me. Sue my bookie. Uh, The only way watching the biggest game of the year could get any better is to get paid doing it. And my bookie gives you everything you need to do it from betting the opening coin toss to the length of the national anthem. Super Bowl prop bets are a great way for the entire party to get some skin in the big game. Ugh. And now with my bookie, they're giving you the chance to call your own shot by submitting your own Super Bowl prop bet to be featured on the site for the big game. My prop bet will be, will I be jerking off before the end of the first quarter? Uh, I'll give you I'll give you plus 150 on that one. Uh, all you have to do is comment on the MyBookie Twitter page at MyBookie to get your prop bet featured. I might do that. Will Damon be jacking it by the end of the first quarter? Hey, don't miss out. Head to my bookie and double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks by using promo code. Joe. 
Don't, don't, still haven't told me, Damon. In the okay. <laughs> we'll get back to you later. In the well, show. I bet it's probably like VOW 16, right? <laughs> Try that. <laughs> Try that. <laughs> See if that works, guys. Uh, just, just, just try random assortments. You know what? Go listen to Jericho's podcast. I guarantee you he's talking about it. Use that fucking code. I don't give a shit. Uh, place your bets. Get ready for the unmatched excitement of of what, Joel? The Super Bowl. That's right, NFL. I said it. Super Bowl. Bet anything. Anytime, anywhere. With my bookie. I'm done. Great. Um, I'm really upset with you that you didn't open that HelloFresh box because then we could have got, we could have done a live reaction to the box being open. I mean, I can go get it. You want me to go get it? Yeah, go and get it. Open it up. Let's let's do an authentic ad read here. And I will uh, fill up the uh, dead air by talking Talk about, about all, all uh, the things Lions that I didn't Rob. watch. Yeah, please. All right, yeah, I'll be right okay, back. Okay, Lions Rob, right. which Damon hasn't watched. Uh, and you sh- should watch this because it's really good. It's a human view. I, I love it. The production's great. No, not that Getting much, a, a peek behind the curtain. Uh, uh, what's going on in the dojo there? Farley kicking some ass this week. I just oh. I just like to see him get annoyed and telling people off and punish them. I'm getting a uh, It's very fun to watch. But uh, this week's episode was focused around Will Averill, I've not pronounced that correctly, who is uh, a prick. He's got that heel prick face and he's behaving like a prick, uh, saying, oh, I'm not going to get hurt. I, I'm the best and cutting a <laughs> really shitty, cheesy heel promo. Um, there is something there. He, I would say he is one of the more memorable characters in this uh, roster at the Farley Dojo. So one to keep an eye on. Uh, intensely dislikable. He's just got that natural... Uh, <laughs> repugnant charisma that uh, a lot of these heels do. So, yeah, I will be keeping an eye on him with interest because I think he is someone who could, if he's got the right attitude, which he probably doesn't because he's an arsehole, uh, could could make an impression there. So that is my uh, Lions Raw review for this week. Damon, are we back? <sighs> you done? Yeah. Done. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Hello, Fresh. I didn't bring the whole fucking box in, but I could tell you what I did get because they give you these big, gigantic placard cards. Uh, and it, it is kind of cool, actually. They, they show you a little shot of the finished product, right? And then they tell you about the ingredients that are, have come prepared. right? Let me, I'll send you a picture, Joel. How about that? It's really nice. I mean, they do put some fucking effort into this. And they do kind of make it a bit idiot-proof. Right, and I will fire that away to the internet, and you will have this shortly. HelloFresh, very excited. It is. It's, I'll never it's, get to try it's, it's it. Pretty good here. It's exclusive to you, lucky US-based listeners. Yeah, I can only just salivate at the wonderful food you've got while I'm choking down my disgusting Thai food. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah, this is looking good. White cheddar wonder burgers, mozzarella. Wow. Yeah. So, good. yeah, white cheddar wonder burgers, right? With caramelized Old Bay onion. fries. I've heard, of, I've got Old Bay seasoning in my house. I've never used it. I, I see it's good. I, it's a big Baltimore thing, the Old Bay. Um, yeah. Uh, special sauce on Old Bay fries, right? It tells you prep time, 10 minutes, cook time, 35 minutes, calories, 1,020. It lets you know the ingredients that come in the box. So, you got uh, what? Uh, two onions, is it? One, two. Uh, 12 ounces of uh, potatoes, some Yukon gold potatoes, a little Old Bay seasoning, some Dijon mustard, some ketchup. Like All this stuff is here. It's all waiting for you. The uh, potato buns, the white cheddar cheese, the ground beef. Right? So that's that's number one. Looks good. And, and then on the back of the card, it gives you literally an idiot could do this. Like it just it shows you pictures. It gives you directions. Uh this, this special sauce has ketchup, mayo, mustard, and Old Bay seasoning. You combine it for a creamy, smoky, sweet spread for your burgers. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's pretty great. And then the second meal is mozzarella and uh, herb chicken with roasted carrots and buttery couscous. Look at this. Fucking great. And then um, meal three is a pork sausage spaghetti bolognese with zucchini ribbons and Parmesan. It looks fantastic. And again, it feels like a fucking dolt could do this. So, um, like it even tells you, it says bust out, bust out. 
large pot, a peeler, a strainer, large like it's like I'm telling you, a bonehead could do this. Uh, and and they look and it looks great. And it all comes in a box. It's all like uh, you know, it has a little freezer pack in it, so you know everything stays fresh. I'm telling you, this might be. Uh, here's the thing: it not might be. Uh, I did it before. I don't know why we didn't let it keep it going, but it's pretty cool. I mean, just give it a shot. You, you. What are you gonna do? Sit there and eat potato chips all fucking day long? Get a real meal in you. It's fun. Yeah, can, can we at least encourage one of our sponsors to stay with us by buying their products? <laughs> I, I, I tell you what. The, here's the problem with the sponsors stuff. We don't really make them a lot of money doing it, so we don't give a shit. <laughs> I hate to say it. We just don't. We don't care. Uh, but the HelloFresh thing is, uh, I mean, look, if, if if what they sent is what everybody gets, it's good shit. It looks pretty cool. Um, and it looks easy, and it looks, dare I say, fun. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Great. Um, is there something we're contractually obliged uh, to read? Oh, yeah. Read well, you listen, you know, the you get the fucking... Uh, let me see if just I can Just do find all it. the code and the shit. You know? Yeah, just do the I think fucking... You, you've plugged it enough. This looks good. The food looks good. Right, VOW, what is it, 16, 15, one of those two? Go to the site, HelloFresh. You know how to get to a fucking website. I don't know why I got to explain <laughs> it to you. Put in the code. I'll tell you, I give it every fucking week. Just put that code in. Get it. Got I got it. Go Here's to HelloFresh.com slash VOW16 and use code VOW16 for up to 16 females and three free gifts. Yeah, we don't know Hello what the fuck the free gifts. slash VOW16 code VOW16. Yeah, do yeah. that. And then get yummy. and then yummy, you get yum, all yum, the stuff. Yum, 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 yum. All right. Fantastic. All right. Are we done with the fucking reads? Nobody gives a shit anymore. Yeah. Okay. Right, okay. And that's the end of the podcast. All right. Uh, <laughs> wrap it up. Dan, Ed. Okay. Good night. Uh, strong. Let's talk about New Japan Strong. Right. Okay. First of all, David, we've got a, a new lead announcer. We've got Ian Riccoboni, who I think is great. Just yeah. like even just minutes into the first match, he's talking about like the particular style of pin that uh, Brody King's using and how that connects to his experience with ROH Pure and stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, we're in good hands here. But can we get rid of Alex Kozlov now, please? He is going to drag Ian down like a fucking anchor to the bottom of the ocean. Ian, great. Get him a, 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 a kind of commentator who is worthy of his skills and experience, please. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in full agreement. I, I'm, at, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm at the end, end of my rope with the Kozlov. And here's the thing. They got so many guys there that could do a thousand times better, right? Like, I I think, honestly, if they just put everyone's name in a fucking hat and pulled it out, you're going to be 10 times better than than what you have now. Um, yeah, he's great. Um, and you know he was excited. You know, listen, when Ring of Honor, you know, the final nail was put in a coffin, so to speak, there's a lot of people that, Talented people out there that, you know, are probably thinking, all right, I guess that's it for me in the fucking pro wrestling, aside from, you know, this fucking indie at the, at the you know, the high school that runs two times a year. Uh, but it's nice. It's nice to see. It's nice to see talented people get picked up and and get work. Uh, and I know he was excited and he gets to, he gets to wear a little track suit again. Right. <laughs> it's great. Uh, he's local to me, though. He's like out in like like suburban Pennsylvania, uh, Philadelphia area. So good for him. Get in touch, Ian. You can come and share uh, <laughs> Damon's delicious. Yeah. What, what have you got? Your your burgers, your uh, white cheddar wonder burgers. Come I, and have a white cheddar wonder burger with Damon. Yeah. Or or a pork sausage spaghetti bolognese. Actually, I think the the burgers look really good. All right, whatever. Um, yeah. So good for him. I'm glad to see he's got uh, more work coming his way. He deserves it, but yeah, we need somebody. We need somebody else in color because this, the the uh, Kozlov experiment has. Uh, I feel like it's run its course for me. Agreed. Um, okay, so this is quite a good episode of Strong New Beginning USA. I mean, all the episodes are good. Yeah. This one I thought was particularly good, though. So we opened up with Brody King defeating Yuya Uemura in 12 minutes 56 with the the Gonzo bomb. Uh, I thought Yuya was great here. He's the perfect underdog baby face. He's got. Plenty of fresh opponents to with on his excursion out in the States. Uh, I, this might just be me. I felt Brody King seemed to be moving particularly slowly here. A little bit sloppy. I mean, He's on TV maybe I'm now. On there. He's on TV now. He ain't, he ain't doing shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's on national I mean, TV. 
<laughs> I will say that he gave you a lot in this match, like more than I expected. So he took a, a couple of big bumps. There were some near falls for Yuya. There was the flying armbar spot. As ugly as it was, I mean, it was a, a near fall. So I think there's clearly a directive to make Yuya look competitive. He was given a lot of focus post-match as he made his way out of the ring and the you know the footage lingered on him and the, the crowd chanting for him. So I'm really excited to see how Yuya is booked moving forward because, I mean, let's be real, Damon, he's ready. You could drop him straight into the main roster tomorrow and he'd be fine. He'd probably be one of the better people on the roster. Uh, but I want to see if he gets the same strong, if you'll excuse the pun, strong booking as Ren Narita did. And he should because yes. he's what to Umino ought to be. He, he's the future babyface ace of the company. Journey starts here. Strap yourselves in. Yeah, that's what they... Sh- I mean, and they do. I mean, we're not telling them anything they don't already know and do. But yeah, that's... the To me, that's the purpose of Strong. If the guys that are, you know, they're committed to need to be, and here we go, Strong. Uh, and the people that they fly in and out, I'm not saying they, they, they you know, are used as, fu- you know, just for squashes but i mean at the end of the day you got to put over the people that are sticking around over the people that might not be sticking around um like like people can do jobs there's no there's no harm in that it's it's just you know the purpose of strong is to put uh, put over the the young new japan talent that will be sticking around the longest um you know you know you don't need to be a rocket scientist to know that um, but the joy of that is, is that there's the, the freshness of talent that's being, you know, that's able to be brought in and out to, to achieve that goal. It's Joel, dare I say, it's just like the old territory days where they would do just that, where a heel would get stale and we ship them out. We bring somebody else in to do just that, you know, get them over, get them over as the next challenge and then have your Top stars, you know, be the top stars. That's that is pro wrestling one hundred and one, and I think Strong does a real good job of that. Uh, Rich has just messaged me and said, "Use the code Voices for Voices." Uh, so there you go. Um, that's a right, cheap trick. That's a cheap trick song, by the way. Have you heard that one, Joel? Uh, no, uh, Randy Orton's theme oh, song. Yeah, that's right. I hear voices in my head. I don't know why it turned into a gospel song all of a sudden, but testify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, second match was Leo Rush and Rocky Romero defeating the West Coast Wrecking Crew. A ten minutes fifty two seconds uh, by Diablo Armbar. So I think West Coast Wrecking Crew they're starting to show a bit of swagger and arrogance, which I love. You know, posing to the crowd, stuff like that. I've said it before. Don't sleep on Royce Isaacs. I love the tag team. I think it's got a long and successful future ahead. I think Jarrell Nelson is great, but Isaacs may well have a future ahead of him as a single star. Even though he was the one who submitted here, the match did seem to focus on him. He was in the ring for most of the match, the entire closing stretch with some quite intricate pinning combination sequences and submission teases. And I thought Leo and Rocky were a really nice foil to uh, Royce Isaacs's more power-based style. So even though he lost, I thought he looked really good here and one to keep your eye on in the future. Uh, Damon, unless you have any hot takes on that, I'll move straight into the main event. Which <coughs> not, was not a hot clock. take, but I will say this. Boy, does this fucking show need tag uh, some tag titles to, to feud over? Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be really nice. That's it. That's Agreed. All I Agreed. I think they've, they, they've got enough talent on their hands to do some quite compelling booking with that. So, yeah, yeah let's get some strong tag team titles, please. Yep. Main event then, Clark Connors defeated TJP in 18 minutes, 19 seconds with the, the trophy kill. Uh, wh- one thing I really love about Strong are the way these long-term singles rivalries develop. We've got ones like Fred Rosser against Tom Lawler, Alex Coughlin against JL Kratos, and TJP versus Clark Connors is another one. And they develop organically, they escalate well, there's usually like a slow burn that can simmer away for longer than a year in a lot of these cases. And each time the rivals meet, there's a new and interesting little twist to it, whether it's one of the guys having uh, graduated or or being in a new faction or meeting in a tournament match or a title match. They always feel like they're developing and and different rather than just treading water and just having the same match again and again. And they always feel to me like they get both guys over, whether it's veterans like Kratos or Rossa, TJP, all the young lions like Coughlin and Connors, or the ace like Filthy Tom. I feel everyone benefits from these 
uh, well-built long-term feuds. And yeah, this is a nice contrast between the, the technical submission style of TJP and the power of Clark Connors. Clark did some nice selling at the shoulder and he was given a great spotlight here as the hometown hero. And he really brings that spirit of the wild rhino charging around, crashing into his opponents. Uh, so yeah, what did you think of the match? I, here's, here's what I, I thought while watching this. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards, and yeah, you can open it, and look, it's going to be junk. You're, you, you know what I mean? Like, you know what you're probably going to get in those. Maybe you find that fun, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, oh, hey, look at some random cards or whatever. But if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards, it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs, and it ends up being, you know, almost nothing. You know, nothing of value. Not with Arena Club. You can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading. So you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling, and you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash VOWnet. Arenaclub.com slash VOWnet for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. And I know people, there's a lot of people that are going to hand wave this just because they don't like him for his dumb views on the world. That being said, TJP, is he one of the most valuable guys on that fucking roster? Like, every time I see him, I'm I'm rarely disappointed. I'm No, let me take that back. I'm never disappointed. And rarely am I like, eh, that was all right. Like, it feels like he's one of the, the, A, he's one of the most underrated guys on that entire fucking roster. Sorry, he is. And secondly, uh, I don't think he gets enough love from not only people who watch strong, well, let me definitely people who don't watch strong. He doesn't get enough love. And even people who do watch, I feel like take, I don't want to say take for granted, but uh, I think he goes undervalued. And again, I get that people aren't a fan of him and some of the, the nonsense he tweets or shit like that. He really is one of those those fucking valuable pieces that kind of gets unsung, especially on Strong. Agreed. I think, uh, yeah, just exactly what you said. People hate him because he, he talks shit. He does talk shit. He's an idiot. He's a wanker, whatever. But I think he's a really good wrestler. And I think he has a really valuable role in helping teach that up-and-coming generation, like the other LA Dojo, Young Lions, etc. So... Personally, I feel like I feel like really... New Japan has a stranglehold on that, right? Really good pro wrestlers who people don't like because of their online presence. 
You know what I mean? Like that. Like I feel like and 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 let me take that back as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back on that one. Not only online presence, but dumb decisions that they make in life, right? And dis and I'll go so far as to say disappointing things that they do in life. Um, I think New Japan. Name another promotion that has more guys that people want to actively like but have trouble liking. I I can't name. I don't. I I don't think there's another promotion. Yep, absolutely fair. Uh, Let's talk about Clark for a bit. Man, that that guy's got a beautiful head of hair, lovely crop top. <laughs> he he really embodies the energy that. Okay, this is going to be a weird analogy. You, you used to get in Japanese fighting games from the mid nineties in the arcade where they were trying to make Western protagonists. I don't know if they were trying to appeal to foreign markets or just tick that box of what a, a domestic gamer would expect or want from a Western hero character. And again, this is a reference that absolutely nobody is going to get, but it's our podcast, so. Uh, Fuck off. Right. Uh, there is this uh, unknown but really great side-scrolling 1993 beat-em-up called Night Slashers about monster hunters who go and, and beat up horde zombies in wonderfully gory fashion with their bare hands. What's the uh, Damon, platform? I'm What's share... the platform? Uh, it was arcade. I don't think oh. it ever got a home console release. So I'm going to share a picture of the main character. This is Jake, okay. also known as the Psychic Cyborg. Uh, please describe him to the listeners <laughs> in all his 90s glory. And yeah. if this just does not have real... Big Clark Connors energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is Clark Connors if he had like metal arms, you know, like the the fucking like robot arms. Uh yeah, long long hair, the the chin, yeah, powerful legs. Hair bands. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like tight lycra. Uh basically it's just like a, a wrestling leotard. Yeah. Knee pads. Knee pads. Cowboy boots. Yeah. It's, it's all there. It is fantastic. It really is. It it is pretty fantastic. It is acid watch acid washed high waisted jeans. Knee pads as Jill described. Cowboy like like the outer shell of a cowboy boot around and then again the arms are like robot mech war kind of thing if that's the thing. Uh, and like the skin tight, you know, like almost like a wrestling, like somebody in wrestling would wear the hair. Yeah. The hair looking across between like a eighties glam metal band, uh, a headband as well. Yeah. This is, this is, this is him in a nutshell. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Clark, you can have that gimmick for free. <laughs> speak oh, to the people, God. speak to the developers. I'm sure they'll, they'll be happy to work with you on that. So yeah, Clark Connors, he is the Western protagonist from every 90s Japanese fighting game. And it's brilliant. He should definitely lean into that. So uh, that was New Japan Strong. Uh, let's get on to Golden Series, New Year Golden Series, where uh, we had a show last week uh, from Korokut, well, was it earlier this week, with live English commentary with Kevin Kelly there in the building, which really helps. Uh, Jeff Cobb is off the tour with injuries from January 5th, so I guess Naito really fucked him up in that match. Poor Yuto Nakashima, he can't catch a break. He's missing action again as a precautionary measure after a strike to the head. I don't know if this was the match-ending strike from Okan, where he just like elbowed him in the teeth and dropped him like a sack of potatoes. Uh, I don't know if this has worked or if this is legit, but it was pretty rad, Damon. So if you haven't seen that, dude, just watch just like the last two minutes of that Okan Nakashima match. He just fucking flattens him, pins him, and walks out. It's really good. <laughs> That's um, good. There's no spacing in Korakuen Hall now. They can do, I, I believe they could do a full sellout. I mean, they won't do a full sellout because you can't get more than about 600 people who want to go to these shows. Um, Hiromu, can someone hurry up and please smash his best of the Super Juniors trophy? He really looks like a nerd carrying it. He's doing this thing where he's offering 10,000 yen if the Young Lions can unmask him. He wore two masks uh, the first time he wrestled them, but this time they managed to take the masks off and he gave them the money. He's been talking about challenging for the US title, so maybe he's moving to heavyweight and also been teasing an all-star show. So even though it's a pretty dead tour, they are trying to add little narrative threads to these shows. Um, Oiwa and Fujita now have hairstyles, so I'm pretty confident that in a few years they are going to be heel junior tag champions, at the very least. Um, We had Honma and Tiger Mask versus Gedo and Yujiro was a match that just, that is 2022 New Japan Pro Wrestling in a nutshell, isn't it? Like when Tiger Mask is your work rate guy in the match, then you know you're in deep trouble, but um, there we go. They put Taka Michinoku in a dog cage, which was very funny and good. Uh, so for the, this Yano and Suzuki upcoming KPW match, the stipulation is uh, Suzuki's rule, handcuff death match. Each participant starts with handcuffs on one hand. 
uh, Toriano's rule proposal was a dog cage match. Trap your opponent in a dog cage to win. Oh. Uh, RBX 2000 says Suzuki versus Yano in a never-ending series of shitty gimmick matches. What year is it? Do you remember, Damon, when people were say after Suzuki won KPW? Uh, wrestling and they're like oh it's going to be good now there's going to be like pancreas style you know submission matches shoot matches oh. and, and i said i was like hold your horses he's still wrestling yano here so you know i suzuki for all his you know right for all his shoot fighting you know pseudo shoot participation all that stuff you know murder grandpa bullshit, doesn't he? yeah he loves bullshit like this is a guy who fucking wrestled in an empty fucking Tokyo Dome, um, you know, pretending to go through the ropes and just yeah, all kind. He loves the nonsense. Like like, there's plenty of shit out there where you know he loves the goofiness. So yeah, I I was hoping, but yeah 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 and here's the thing too we all know that you know he's in the, he's in the twilight he doesn't want to go out there and fucking get punched in the face anymore he wants to go out there and have goofy matches with yano dog cage matches and fucking i don't know glory hole I, who the fuck knows you know <laughs> who knows it's not Here's the problem. For two years, they they have tried to come up with ideas and stuff for the same people. This uh, what are they going to do? What what can they possibly do? <sighs> yeah, un- until I'm given evidence to the contrary, KOPW is and always will be the you know comedy bullshit title. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's there's nothing to to tell me otherwise. It's it that's what it is, and I and I I'm look the the only hope we have if this is not your thing is that it just it's an undercard thing, right? Even in the best promotions of all time, when people talk about you know Crockett in eighty six eighty seven and U Mid South UWF and uh, there is always goofiness. There's always the Jimmy Valiant. There's always the Lasertron. There's always, you know, it's pro wrestling. Okay. But boy, oh boy. <laughs> no, does anybody really get excited over the idea of oh, a dog cage match? I am not one of those people. That's for fucking sure. I'm dying of COVID-19 and they trot out a dog cage. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not dying. I'm okay. Well, uh, one thing I did like from this match, actually, I would like to see a Kojima versus Taichi singles match. I think that would be mm. good. And uh, Taichi gave uh, Ozaki a nice little send-off at the end there. So uh, Ozaki's always been close to Suzuki. Actually, there's a really funny uh, Taichi video on the New Japan YouTube channel where he travels to... I can't, I can't remember. I think it's Todoraki, Todoraki Valley. I've probably got that wrong. And he's looking for the possessed iron fingers. So he's trying to find the iron fingers, which have been possessed by the spirit of Isaka. Huh. It's really weird. And there's a lot of very bad acting and it's quite funny. So I'd recommend people check that out. Okay. Uh, next match, we had uh, Joey Entis getting another shout out. Uh, Yo went <sighs> mental at the end of this match. He got DQ'd and he beat the crap out of show and it was pretty great. So I did enjoy that moment. Semi main was the LIJ versus Makabe Tanahashi Okada six man, which was solid, pretty good. Naito's been talking about next year's Tokyo Dome main event, and I know Booze talked about this a couple of weeks ago. She thinks that Okada Naito is going to be the big trilogy this year, so we'll see him at uh, and this this tour. Maybe we'll see him again in G one, and then possibly again next year's Tokyo Dome. Who knows? So something to keep an eye on there. Uh, main event here was a, a non-title match. Obviously, the champion's not involved. Taguchi and Watto defeating Kanemaru and Desperado in 23 minutes with the number nine finisher. They got a new uh, tag team finisher here. Elliot says, I watched the February 7th main event thinking it was for the junior tag titles. Then the match ended and no belts changed hands. And I felt foolish that I watched a non-title match. Only now as I type do I realize that Flying Tigers are the junior champs. Yeah. My current New Japan interest in a nutshell. So did you have a similar experience to this day? Kind of. I'm not going to lie. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. They're, they're, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm telling you right now, if I randomly chose 
people who are, you know, they're they're self-described fans of the product. I bet you they would have trouble naming all the champions right now. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. They would have to pause and think and be like, oh, who's who's the number six man champs again? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, does, th- that does was... Watto feel like a, a credible wrestler to you? Know, or do you does he still feel like a geek? He's a geek. I mean, does he feel Is like any a... improvements from him? I'm sure. I mean, I would hope. I mean, the only way the only way is up. I think he's got better. Yes, of course he's gotten better. I mean, but like I said, I mean, what was the, what was the option? Captain New Japan status? You know? uh, he did uh, shout at Taguchi in the backstage. Well, he didn't shout at him. He just sort of spoke a bit. Uh, yeah, he's like, I'm challenging for it, the right? title now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the Taguchi kept talking over him saying, we're going to challenge for the tag titles. And then Watto was like, wait, please, let me finish. <laughs> that was supposed to be his big character moment, which is quite funny. Um, I mean, that's setting up stuff that we've got coming uh, tomorrow, Friday, February 11th. We've got the news Golden Series show from Miyagi. Top three matches for that. Uh, oh, actually, fourth match, Kojima against Okan. That might be good. Sixth match, we've got Tiger Mask versus Ghetto. Fuck me. Yo versus Sho as a semi-main. So there again? again? And then, yeah. yeah. Running it into the ground. This one could be good. If they... It can't be worse than the Wrestle Kingdom one. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't <laughs> the Wrestle Kingdom be the blow-off, though? Like, wouldn't that be like, okay, we're done. We're moving on? I guess not. They wanted to keep it going. No steps? Just a regular singles match? Jesus Christ. And main event will be Watto challenging Despi for the Junior Heavyweight Championship. So I'm actually quite looking forward to this as just a benchmark to see Watto as a singles performer on a relatively big spot for him. How does he perform? What, what have we got here? So I'm not expecting him to win the title, but I am expecting at the very least a, a really strong performance from Watto. They're going to give him time. They're going to give him air. They're going to give him Every opportunity they can. Yeah, you know what? I think I will. I I'm. I will watch this, and I'll look forward to watching it because you're right. This is a benchmark match, and if this match, I mean, he's in the ring with arguably the greatest junior in the past. What? Well, we've had some pretty great juniors, but I mean, he's 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 up there, and he's up on the top of the list. Uh, if he can't make it happen now, then I don't know. I don't know what. And here's the thing: he's had good matches, right? I mean, I think we can agree that he's had some decent matches. Uh, I don't nothing blow away. This is it. This is this is this is this is this is a measuring stick match right here. He's got he's got to show it. Got to show something. I don't know, boy. Give me, give me odds. Give me, give me uh, the official my bookie odds. Being that we gave him a shitty ad read, we'll, 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 we'll give him a spot here. Um, give me, give me odds. Master Watto walking out with the strap. Official my bookie odds. Um, I'll give you ten to one. Ten to one. Oof. That's not bad. I don't think he wins, though. But stranger things have happened, right? 10 to 1 odds, not bad. Give me 20 yeah. to 1. I'll, give me 20 to 1. I'll take I'll take Wata. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, we have a relatively big <laughs> show on Sunday uh, from the Osaka Edion Arena. Uh, just scrolling through. Second match, that might be interesting. Makabe against Great Okan. How many... Count the bumps, as we like to see with Maccabee. Fifth match, we have Tiger Mask against ELP. Sixth match, Robbie Eagles against Taiji Ishimori. So they're setting up their junior tag title match coming soon. Seventh match, we've got the Never Championship Lumberjack match with Ishii challenging Evil. That's going to be shit. And the main <laughs> event, Tanahashi and Okada against Sanada Naito, which could be pretty good. I mean, nothing on the line, but with those four names, well, three names plus <laughs> Sanada, uh, in a main event in a show like this, I think they're going to put on some good stuff. I got to be honest with you. I got zero fucking interest in that card. Well, I don't blame you. I mean, seriously. Is there anything that gets you a fucking boner? Like, is there anything that, that you're excited about? Uh, no, that's a sh- 
So uh, that's a show that I have on in the background while I'm playing FIFA. <laughs> right. Hey, I, I hate to. I, I mean, I hate to be you know the bearer of bad news, but that's that is a that is a dull as, as fuck lineup. That's for sure. All right. What else we got? Uh, I think we've got some VOD shows next week at Cork and Hall. Nothing <laughs> that interesting. Some ten man elimination matches. That's on the fifteenth. Uh, an eight-man elimination match on the 16th. Not really much to sink the team to. These goodness. are not must-watch matches by any means. And on the 17th, yeah, it's just the same. It's elimination main event. So. I mean, have we had anything even remotely interesting since the Noah show? No. And, that, and that's... I, honestly, I think that Strong is by far and away, like, leaps and bounds more interesting than... The main roster product and it's not their fault i mean i don't think the booking is terrible there's only so much they could do with this very limited roster you know i gotta got. be honest They're with just... you I'm, I'm tired of that excuse you know we're not going to give them that anymore no i mean i mean not for nothing they're doing themselves zero favors mm. right they have a lot of talented people that, i don't know they i i i don't know get 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 creative it just feels like they're going through the motions and they're no I'm tired yeah. of it. Mean, to me, you're right. Other Japanese promotions are making right. their stuff interesting. Like people are getting excited about Noah, so they're working under the same restrictions. So why Stardom? Can't New Japan be exciting. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, Stardom people are loving the Stardom right now. Right. I mean, there's I mean, I, I'm tired of this excuse of oh, they, we gotta wait for fucking people to, to get on a plane. I'm tired of it. They've got enough talent there to do Something interesting, shake things up, get do do a faction shake up or something. Let's let's freshen things up a bit. Yeah, it's been two fucking years. We're just going to just spin our wheels. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not buying it anymore. I'm I'm just not. They're they're giving you nothing. They are giving you nothing as a fan right now. They're giving you nothing. That that car. I mean, there's been nothing since the Noah stuff, right? That was the last interesting thing. That was a fucking month ago, and 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 the shows that you that you laid out in the next weeks. Holy shit, David! We got Okada versus Naito for the title round the corner. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. Uh, look, strong is by far by by you said leaps and bounds. A better product right now. I can't. I don't know. I don't know what people need to do to 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 tune in. I really don't. I don't. I don't know what it is. But I'm. We are telling you, as God is our fucking witness, that strong is the show you should be watching. If you've if you've made it this far on this fucking podcast, <laughs> especially this one. Where literally we've gone into this an hour in the angriest we have ever been. We we were ready to call it quits, <laughs> and you're still listening. You have to. You I, we're begging you go watch strong, watch some good pro wrestling stuff that makes sense. Not there's no fucking dog cage matches and. Shit that just feels like people. And here's the thing, too. And I will say this: it's not the wrestler's fault. It's not the wrestler's fault. What are they going? Were they going to kill themselves after they all get pay cuts? <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? 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 Why would they? Why would they? I, you mean to tell me morale is up there? You mean to tell me morale is up in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now? Mm, find that hard to believe. Find that hard to believe. So now you got guys who are—I don't want to say going through the motions, but yeah, you're cutting my pay. You're having me go out in front of these half-filled buildings uh, in in meaningless matches. They know. Come on. So now that 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 translates through your, the TV to you, the viewing audience. It is what it is, right? And then on the other side, you got strong guys kicking ass, trying to make a name for themselves, trying to build a brand. We got that Chicago show. That's that's going to be a pretty great show. I mean, with the with the lineup. announced for that. What's that? 
Uh, John Moxley. Yeah. John Moxley will be at that show. That show's going to sell out. I just, just what, the minute they hit that, I'm sure tickets had a nice little bump, right? Uh, if they had any guts, they do. They'd have Will and and Moxley, uh, and, but the main event should be fucking Tom Lawler against like an Ishi or somebody like that. If they had the guts to do that, that'd be great. That's gonna be a stacked show. It's gonna be a great show. I, and 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 the, and the 2,500 people that are in that building, they're gonna be noisy. They're gonna have fun. That's gonna be a show to watch. Not gonna lie, that's gonna be a show to watch. But that, I mean. The, the 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 nuts and the bolts of it is Joel strong is where it's at with this fucking promotion right now. Strong is where it's at, and I'm going to go so far as to say this, dude. I really feel like right now, New Japan doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck from a, like the 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 Japanese side of things. They don't. They don't give a shit about you sitting in Kansas City, Missouri, watching shows. They really. They. They don't. <laughs> you're not. You're not a concern to them at this point. Now, strong and U.S. side of things. Yeah, yeah. I would say. I would say that they care about your dollar. I would. I would say that. The other side. I don't say it. I really don't. I. I. I just. I, I haven't seen. It, I haven't seen it for a long, long fucking time. Yeah, it feels like with that sort of domestic product, they're putting out the bare minimum, going through the motions just to keep the core fan base engaged. You know, that th- those people who are going to turn up to the shows, whatever, and not going to cancel their world subscriptions. I know that the Western subscriptions must have gone down for world subscriptions, but Japanese ones apparently are doing okay. Uh, but yeah, they're just treading water. And yeah, but were there a lot really of were there a lot of Japanese pro- you know Japanese subscriptions? Wasn't that mostly carried from people overseas? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I could have sworn. I could have sworn that was the case. That the majority of the people were people in the states and in in Europe. Increase in Japanese subs, decrease in foreign ones. That's that's what I've heard. Yeah. All right. Well, look. It'll get better, right? Krusty is coming. Krusty's coming. Krusty is coming. Okay, uh, I need to go to work. So yeah, sorry I know. for Before the you... short show today, we had yeah. a few uh, ghosts in the machine, some technical glitches, which meant we didn't run as long as we normally would. But I'll save all your questions and everything for next week. Uh, so redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast. Discord link if you want to get involved in that. I will send you one. You just DM me on Twitter at Cobra Kawaii and prowrestlingtees.com forward slash super jcast. Thank you to Editor Dan. Find him on Twitter at LousyHero219. Subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network for other great shows. Give us a five-snake review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at the Super Daycast. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye.